Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and as always, we have Shyler from B1029 as we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news from the week of October 16th, 2023. So some little house cleaning things. Uh, really no shock to any of us. Tom Brady and Arena Shake have split up already. Hmm. After oh, a few well. short months. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> it didn't seem like it was going to last anyway after Arena was with uh, with Bradley Cooper, her ex, and their daughter in Italy. And he was, you know, taking some nude, well, not really, although she was topless, but it was more of like in a, a model-esque, tasteful type of way where she's on a mountain or rock side. Um, and obviously Tom wasn't there. And just lately they haven't been seen together. So, yeah, it, really no surprise there. In fact, yeah, but I was... I, I'm a little bummed because, you know, we just seen that uh, Bradley Cooper was with Gigi Hadid. Yeah, but you know what? So I was kind of expecting <sighs> Irina Shayk to have a little bit more longevity with this relationship just to kind of maybe soothe the burn of your maybe. ex being with one of your model friends. Yeah, but here's the other thing, too, is, you know, maybe, maybe. Irina and Bradley are maybe working back to get together again. Maybe. We'll see. I know Bradley and Gigi seem to be doing pretty well. The the Tom and Arena thing, I think we kind of knew wasn't going to work out. And I don't know. I, I could see Bradley and Arena getting back to would, would that be like the third or fourth time if that happens? Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be the case. Yeah. But sources tell TMZ that Tom and Arena's relationship just, quote, fizzled out. which. So we'll see, you know, there's a, there's a plenty of fish in the sea for both of them, but I'm, I'm really not shocked by that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, also Millie Bobby Brown, she did a, a cover story for glamour and she talks about obviously stranger things and, and kind of growing up and being like a, a kid star and having to kind of work through that to where she is now. But she says that, you know what? Quote, when you're ready, you're like, all right, let's do this. Let's tackle this senior year. Let's get out of here in regards to Stranger Things wrapping up for its fifth and final season. That's what we we know, that this upcoming fifth is going to be the last season of Stranger Things. And, you know, she's about ready. She's done. She adds, quote, Stranger Things takes up a lot of time to film, and it's preventing me from creating stories that I'm passionate about. So I'm ready to say thank you and goodbye. I mean, look, she's, what is she, like 19 or 20? I mean, she's. She's yeah. very young in her career. I mean, she's done the Enola Holmes, which are entertaining. Um, yeah, they are other, cute. Yeah, she's done a few. Like she did, like what, like the Godzilla versus uh, one of the Godzilla movies here in the last couple of years. She was a star in that. Well, and um, didn't she start Stranger Things when she was like eleven years old? Yeah, I mean, they were like, all young. Is, yeah, it's like she's literally grown up on mm-hmm. like being tethered to this series. So I don't yep. blame her for wanting to kind of move forward yeah. or move on i mean look this this show got her career jump started and you know she's well known now and yeah, yeah. she wants to go off and do other things she doesn't want to i mean she'll always be l or you know 11 yeah but, um but i mean she wants to be known for just not just that she wants to go on and do other things so i i get it and you know she's engaged now too to bon jovi's son so you know not only that she's got that relationship that she wants to obviously build upon. Yeah, and it's like the, the Harry Potter kids. 
Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we're always going to consider Daniel Radcliffe to be Harry Potter, but he's right. done other stuff and he's, you know, a movie star in his own right and, and a TV yeah. star. Like he's done a whole bunch of stuff. So that's right. It's just, it just makes sense that. Yeah. It does. You want to move I mean, on from it. We'll be sad when it ends, obviously. <laughs> but I will say for her to be so ready to move on from it, that this, this final season, has to be like spectacularly written to like tie everything up in a nice bow, make it all neat, shiny and pretty and and not leave any strings loose for her to be like, okay, okay, thank you. Next. I'm I'm ready to yeah. go. Like, cause it seems like <laughs> when there's Those- series or shows or whatever that have that don't have the best endings. Yeah. Actors yep. don't really feel that that way. They no. they, they they feel like well, like I mean, I mean, Game of Thrones is like a really good yeah. example of that, where like the actors weren't really excited for that final season or to really be done with it. It was just kind of like, well, it's done. <laughs> we we did it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look, that doesn't say you know after Stranger Things comes to an end that maybe ten years from now there could be a spinoff or maybe we see where the characters are you know, in the nineties or something like that after they've kind of had a chance to go do some things. Cause look what they did it with the screen movies, the latest screen movies. We, we brought back Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox and kind of see where they're at with that. Um, lots of other, like Frasier now, Frasier's back again. on yeah. Paramount. So well, that's kind of like I, the blessing and curse of like successful yeah. seasons or successful series right. is that they're always going to see how far they can stretch that dollar. <laughs> exactly right so we'll see but i i look i completely agree she wants to go on and do other things she doesn't want to always be tied to stranger things i mean look yeah i mean it does take a long time especially with all the effects that they have to do and and the duffer brothers do a great job of writing the story and 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 just creating a a global phenomenon of stranger things yeah so Obviously, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey is still going strong. Uh, Taylor was at the uh, Kansas City game here on Sunday. Uh, CBS had to keep showing her every now and then. <laughs> In fact, we were we were we were at home watching, uh, just kind of scrolling through, and the uh, the game was on, so we're watching it. And my daughter happened to be in the in the room with us, and I go, "Look, there's Taylor." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you see her like little handshake with Bernie Mahomes? Yes, I did. I did, and someone also like zoomed in on her wrist, and she had the the Kelsey uh, friendship bracelet. Yeah, eighty seven on there. Yeah. So you saw something on TikTok, and and I love these conspiracy theories, especially when it it's involving Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, because people just for whatever reason have to go that extra mile when it comes to Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> what is this this ridiculous conspiracy theory that people are all getting upset or not really upset, but just going off the rails for See, the thing about Swifties is that they will dissect every piece of media that contains Taylor Swift or involves Taylor Swift in any way, shape or form. And Swifties know that for years, Taylor Swift has been very honest about her height. She's five foot 11. It's been, I mean, she even parts of her lyrics, you know, I'm, I'm a monster on the Hill, like too big to hang out. She's saying like, she's, not only big as a superstar, but she's she's tall. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, she's she's with a guy that's six foot five. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he's a tight end. Tight ends aren't small. 
Yeah, he's a big dude. He's like an oak tree of a man. And they've been photographed alongside one another, you know, walking or, you know, videoed when they're, you know, walking into a venue or whatever. They've been pictured together. And he's significantly taller than her, even when she's wearing heels. So there's Mm -hmm. been dissection of these pictures and videos on TikTok saying, now, hang on a second. We know our girl is five foot 11 mm-hmm. and here she is wearing five foot heels, but she's I mean, five pictured inch, five inch heels. What did I say? Five foot heels. Five wow. foot. <laughs> <laughs> she's on stilts. Your girl's on, on stilts. stilts. Yeah. She wants to be so 11 sorry. feet tall. Yeah, no, yeah. Five inch heels. We got you. Uh, five inch heels. She's five foot 11, but she's standing next to, t- to Travis Kelsey, who is six foot five. But she, but she's still like six inches shorter than him, and the okay. math ain't mathin'. So they're saying like, well, hang on, he they they look like the the, the way that this these these kids are are stitching these these videos and and arguing with one another is absolutely hysterical to me because they're like, okay, the math ain't mathin' because you know he's he's this much taller than her, but she's wearing heels, so she should be at least like maybe maybe an inch and a half shorter or, or something. But then they're doing deep dives because we don't have enough, you know, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey content. We have to dig in the graveyard and get Joe Jonas out of there because he's notoriously short. Right. (laughs) And they're like, but wait a minute here. They were photographed in like 2008, 2009. And Taylor Swift is in flats standing next to Joe Jonas. And they look about the same height. Oh, but there okay. here's a here's a picture of Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift, and Sophie Turner is taller than Taylor Swift, but Sophie Turner is only five oh. foot ten. Okay, so, so in theory, like if she really is five foot eleven, she should be taller than Sophie Turner. And Sophie Turner, in most of these pictures and videos, she's wearing sneakers because mm-hmm. she usually she usually does like well i mean when paparazzi catches her she's usually like in sneakers and that's what a lot of these pictures were and she's always been taller than joe jonas but mm-hmm. is taylor swift lying about her height is she not actually Ooh. 511 or is she like 58 57 maybe we're my my thinking is when she was when when a lot when when she came out and said like I'm five foot eleven, she's probably five nine, because she is a tall and slender framed person. So she is probably she's probably five foot nine. Okay. And with heels, that I mean that makes sense. If you you've got you know a few inches on those heels, you're probably five foot eleven. So it she I think what she, these interviews where she's saying her height, she's talking about how like. She's already tall, and then she wears heels, and she's taller than her dates or whichever. So she she might have been like exaggerating in those like clips where she says I'm five foot eleven. She might have been exaggerating because she is taller, and she normally has to wear heels. So she she's just automatically taller. But now that we've got, I mean, and our boy Travis Kelsey, everything about him is meticulously measured for his job. You know, you have to know his wingspan, how tall he is, what he weighs, everything. So you can't really argue with those numbers. So is our girl exaggerating about how tall she is or maybe misquoted or maybe just doesn't own 
um, a ruler. <laughs> Maybe she, I don't know. But it was just really funny to see like these kids on TikTok just absolutely argue with one another. Like, no, she said that she, mother said she's five foot 11. Therefore, but in all honesty, whether she's 5'11", 5'6", 5'8", are you really going to not go serious? Because she lied about her her height, maybe. Oh, no. No. People will still go and see her, pay hundreds of dollars to go see her at in, on tour, buy merch. Oh, what'd you do? I still have not seen the Eras tour movie. Oh my goodness. I know. I haven't had time. I haven't had any time. I've had stuff to do in the evenings all weekend long, and it only plays like from <laughs> Thursday to Sunday. And I'm like, no, I've had so much to do. I want to go and see well, it. But and here's the thing that I think like obviously the longer you wait, the the less likely you're gonna have a bunch of people dancing in the aisles. So you'll probably just be you and maybe your husband watching it together and, and kind of oh, have a nice personal oh he's just, okay, he then just going. Do, <laughs> just you in the theater by yourself. And, well, and that's uh, the thing. I I don't like going to the movie theater anyway. So like I'd much rather just like be at home in my comfies on my couch with a blanket and my popcorn at home. But yeah, I, I so I so if there's obnoxiousness going on in the movie theater, I will not be mm-hmm. like I'm. It's not that I'm a grouch, but <laughs> you like your space and you want to have your own personal experience. Yes, and I don't I don't need I don't need scream. I mean, I don't know. Maybe once I get in there and I'm experiencing it, I'll be like, I'm gonna scream sing too, but we'll see. There's actually Hopefully I'll be been, able to see it this weekend. There's actually only been one time ever that I've actually had a movie theater to myself. And it, it gosh, this was probably oh it was several years ago. I forget what movie it was. Was it the was it the first Suicide Suicide Squad movie with Will Smith? I think oh. I went and saw like a like a two o'clock showing, and I literally had the whole theater to myself. It was actually kind of cool. It was like that is oh. that is really cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you get to say that? I love I love that our theater here in um our our, our theater is not. Well, here's the thing, my husband loves going to the movies. So he's got to figure it out. Like he knows when to go yeah. when you don't want a lot of people. So it's like if the movie opens on Friday, we got to go the Tuesday matinee. <laughs> ah, there you go. That's a good. Yeah. Like my wife and I love to go to movies too. We haven't been for a while just because we've been busy, but like we like to go see our, our comic book films, yeah. um, you know, actions or comedies that we, you know, we both enjoy. Um, and depending on what it is, we might go opening night or we'll wait until maybe like a Saturday matinee. But yeah, I, I get it. Cause there, there've been times we've gone to the theater and some of the movies are obviously not kid appropriate, but people bring their kids and we're just like, what are you doing? Like when we saw the, 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 the last Deadpool movie, Deadpool two, like there are kids like eight year old kids. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's rated R for a reason. Don't bring your kids. That always stresses me out whenever oh, I see I kids in movies they yeah. shouldn't be in. Yeah, it's like, this don't. is none of my business, but also, right. like, I don't. feel like I'm complicit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. If it's rated R, everyone should be at least 16 years old. Yeah. Or is it 18? What, whatever whatever you need to be to get into rated R films, it, that's the minimum age. Don't bring don't bring your, your eight-year-old to a Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so we went off a little tangent there. But uh, <laughs> moving on to some to kind of one other thing before we get to the the main part of our podcast today. Jada Pinkett Smith has her memoir memoir come out worthy. Obviously, she dropped the bombshell that she and Will Smith had been separated since 2016. And SNL did a little a little bit. I don't know if you saw it uh, on Jada's memoir. Um, no, I, I did not funny. see that. Yeah, it was during a weekend update, and Michael Michael Che did his part with the I forget who was that that played uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. It was it was funny, um, mm. but since that has come out, and obviously you know Will said his piece on it. You know he, he's released some some statements saying that you know he wished he would have read this book you know like thirty years ago, um, and Jada basically you know saying that. Divorce isn't in the cards for the two, but there were, it, it, we talked about it in our last episode. It, it's kind of a weird deal. But one thing that she did reveal in an interview with Extra when she was promoting her book that now she and Will are, are talking about writing a book together. And they want to call it Don't Try This at Home. Um, I thought like Red Table Talk, that one episode is almost like their book. because. Yeah. You know, they they talked about their relationships. Some they talked about the um the the relationship she had with uh, uh the 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 one guy I, I can't remember his name when she and Will were separated. They'll even separated since 2016. Was it? Um, it was August Alcina. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. the entanglement. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so yeah, so she mentions that. You know, she, she says, quote, I know Will and I are talking about writing a book together called Don't Try This at Home. So I, I look, I guess it'd be like a follow up to her memoir. And I, I guess why I guess explaining why they 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 did what they did. And I, I don't know, it just seems like a weird deal. But. I feel like after that bombshell was dropped. And. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't take the two really that seriously anymore. No, there's, there's like a, there's like a little, I mean, not to say that they, they owe us anything, but you know, you see Jada and you will and their kids and it's like, Oh yeah, they look good. You know, and there's always been rumors. No, there's no, but then all of a sudden book comes out. Oh no, got to drop this bombshell. And you said it on our podcast last week that she's basically kind of tarnished their career just to promote this book. And their credibility. Like to me, it's like, yeah. I don't care about their relationship anymore. Cause it's like, it just feels like they're throwing things up against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. Like we're talking about it. Sure. But like, this is not going to be a conversation that lasts. No. Like this is. Yeah. It's... Like the slap was definitely something like, we're going to talk about that forever. Oh, for and, sure. And we're only, we're going to continue to talk about it because of everything she said in this book, like press tour, like all of mm -hmm. the weird things that she said. It's like all of that. And he still like defended her in a inappropriate way. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he still was like, that's my wife. Don't disrespect her. It's like, I almost have more respect for Will Smith than I have in recent years because of that moment. Cause it's like, he still had her back. Yeah. 
and hollered at Chris Rock and like didn't like yeah, he still stood up for her and it you know, it was violent and he shouldn't have done it, but like she <laughs> like she's just repaying him by going on this Will Smith ain't it tour <laughs> promoting yeah. this book. And it's like Exactly. What? This is just like I said, I don't love I don't love this. I don't love how all of this has unfolded. I think it's yeah, forced. It's, it is. Yeah, just and I to, don't want to. I don't want a book from their perspective either. I, we've got enough. Yeah, we have I more than enough. Yeah, we're good. We don't. We don't need any more. But I mean, honestly, since the books come out and that bombshell dropped, I, this this memoir has just been kind of pushed aside because we've been learning more and more about what's being said in Britney's memoir, which actually is out today. Um, I know you're going to read it, Shyler, and. Next episode, you'll probably have some more insight into it and your thoughts on it. But a lot of stuff has already been, <laughs> been released on what was what so far. I mean, obviously, there's going to be more, but I mean, just the amount of stuff that's come out already, it's like, wow, okay, well, uh, do we need to read the memoir? But you know what? I'm sure you, I know you're going to read it, and there's going to be a lot more thoughts on it. I'm sure there's a lot more to be said in there, but. One of the big ones that first dropped was about her and Justin Timberlake. And yeah. the, in the memoir, this uh, comes from people that while she was with Justin Timberlake, um, she got pregnant and had an abortion. She writes, quote, it was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. This would just be much earlier than I'd anticipated. But Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were too young. Then she continues, quote, if it had been left up to me alone, I would never have done it. Yet Justin was so sure that he didn't want to be a father. Um, I, look, I'm not surprised that that had happened. I mean, look, Justin and Brittany were young. Um... And, you know, things happen. You know, this, let's this see, at that, at that time, they were, how, I mean, how old were they? They weren't, in, were they 21 yet? Eh, probably right around there. Probably. I mean, granted, they were young. Um, They were obviously, they were household names. I mean, Justin with NSYNC. Um, and they were still in the pinnacle of their careers. And I don't think Justin, let's see, Justin wouldn't have gone solo yet. He was probably about ready to. Now, she, we don't know when exactly in their relationship this had happened. Um, I have to think it was when, they, when he was still with NSYNC, obviously. But, yeah. Um, gosh. I mean, that's, that was kind of shocking to be, I mean. Yeah. Shocking, but you're like, well, I'm not surprised. Show. Yeah. Well, it was crazy because, like, the the uh, just the brutal honesty and like this just goes to show Britney Spears is really bearing everything. No wonder she is not the narrator for this book. Like, this had to be so emotionally traumatizing to yeah. endure. Like, my mm -hmm. goodness, to relive all of this and to, you know, make the decision to put this out for the world to to see. And also to kind of put herself in front of a target. You know, now Justin and his camp are going to have 
you know, they, they, they've got to do something. They've got to say something. Well, right. Exactly. I, I mean, mean, look, Justin and Jessica Beale have been together for a long time. You know, they have yeah. kids. And I'm sure that she has to know about Justin and Brittany's past. Yeah. So what breaks my heart is that, you know, she said like that she just loved Justin so much. And I, because I grew up in that era and I can look back on it objectively because I mean, I was, I mean, I'm younger than Brittany, but I grew up with her kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he didn't love her. Can we just say that? Can we just put that out there? He did not love her. She, like, the sun rose and set with this man in her world. Oh, and it he, did. And he did not return those feelings. And I feel like looking back on it, it is painfully obvious. And this just seals it for me. Yeah. He did not want to be tethered to her for forever, but she was ready. Like, she wanted, she was in love with him. Yeah. Well, and so, a couple of, to kind of go off of that, um, there was a, as far as how Justin broke up with, with Brittany, um, allegedly was done by, by text messages or I'm sorry, by a text message. Sorry. Um, according to page six, it was done in February of 2002 when she was on the set of the overprotected, the dark, dark child remix music video, the director, uh, Chris, uh, Applebaum, uh, said that, you know, obviously he was excited to work with Spears, but she went missing at one point during the shoot for about 20 to 40 minutes. He went to her trailer, found her on the ground crying, and then she showed uh, director Chris Applebaum the, the text from Justin that read, quote, it's over. Oh. Yeah. So. I am not emotionally ready to read this book. I'm oh, not. I know. I'm so not Exactly. Ready. I'm and going so, to. Like, I've got it. Like, I'm ready. Yeah. But so uh, and Brittany also she tweeted about this book. You know, she tweeted, quote, my book's purpose was not to offend anyone by any means. This was me then. That is that is in the past. I don't like the headlines I am reading. That's exactly why I quit the business four years ago. Most of the book is from 20 years ago. I moved on and it's and it's beautiful. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of like when Taylor Swift said uh, on her Eras tour, like. I'm going to sing this song, but like, don't get on the internet and harass some dude that I used to date that I, you, I may or may not have written a song about yeah. like, don't, this is ancient history and I'm over it. And that's, yeah, it's just a piece of art that, I mean, these people are, they're creative people. This is how they mourn. This is how they express themselves emotionally. It's through right. art and book writing. Her doing this book is not a, See, I, this is like the difference between like Jada's book and Britney's book is like Jada's book feels like a cry for attention mm -hmm. and Britney's feels like art. Like Britney's feels like it's it, because she's been, it is. And she's been silenced for so long because of the conservatorship mm -hmm. that we've never really gotten the true story. Yeah. And to, to finish up that, that tweet, she said, you know, most of the book is from 20 years ago. I moved on. It's a beautiful, clean slate from here. I'm here to establish it that way for the rest of my entire life. Either way, this is the last of it and blank happens. You fill in the blank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. So, I mean, going back to Justin Timberlake too, like you said, you know, that she, the, the sun rose and set for her. I mean, she was very, I mean, that, that, as far as we know, that was kind of like her first really 
true relationship in her life that we know about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, at that age, you know, being a late teen, someone maybe like early 20s, I mean, you kind of that's kind of like your first serious relationship type type of age right there. Yeah. And so going back to that, um, this was published by Time magazine. This details the little two week thing she had with Colin Farrell back in 2003. Oh. Yeah. So at the time she had, you know, she was trying to move on from Justin. And so a friend of hers set her up on a date with Colin Farrell. So the two connected. She visited him on the set of SWAT when he was doing that film. Oh, yeah. And she says that they, quote, had a two week brawl. Now, why oh. does she use the word brawl? She oh, no. says, quote, brawl is the only word for it. We were all over each other, grappling so passionately. It was like we were in a street fight. It's like, what? It's like one of those movies where it's just like enthralled in passion. They're slamming each other up against walls and breaking things in the process. That's the only thing I can think of during this two-week tryst that she had with Colin Farrell. I'm just... Well, it's very rebound energy. Oh, like for to have sure. that kind of like a passion, like yeah. this is not this this is me trying kind of moment. Like it's, mm-hmm. right. um, but so, and also Colin Farrell, like does he has he has a reputation of being a fighter as well. So yeah, brawl maybe nice. wasn't the best word <laughs> yeah. to use, Brittany. Yeah, I mean I understand that like. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could have picked up a thesaurus and well, maybe helped Colin's career maybe. a little bit. <laughs> so, Not bringing that up. Maybe yeah. maybe this was like a a PR band aid for him too. So now when people Google yeah. like him and brawl, it doesn't come up with all of his like arrests. It no, says, yeah, like, it comes up, up with a, Britney Spears. There was a passion with Britney Spears. <laughs> um, so it was it was actually uh, she was attending the premiere of Farrell's other 2003 film, The Recruit. That's when she realized she wasn't over Justin. She writes, quote, as I had before, when I'd felt too attached to a man, I tried to convince myself in every way that it was not a big deal, that we were just having fun. That is in this that in, in this case, I was vulnerable because I wasn't over Justin yet. And it wasn't long. I mean, during that premiere, I think she she had actually left. And um, Farrell told reporters, too, at the premiere when he was asked about his relationship, he said, quote, we're not dating. She's she's a sweet, sweet girl. There's nothing going on. Just mates. So I think even he kind of knew it was just, you know. A thing just kind of. Yeah, just kind of like using each other. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does happen. So, yeah, but look, I I still don't think she's over Justin. Oh, I don't think so either. Oh, I think she's I, I, never, never gotten over him. No. And I like think I that's said, why was, she's bounced from like toxic relationship to toxic relationship. Like all of the dudes yes. that have been in her life have been like, girl, why? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, I think it's because like, she's, she's never serious with anybody because she doesn't want to be, because she wants to be available for Justin, just in case. Right. Ooh, gross. Justin case. Mm-hmm. Well, and she also, look, she confessed too in her, in her memoir that she cheated on Justin with um, uh, choreographer Wade Rob- Robson. And apparently, oh, yeah. yeah, apparently it was more than just a, a makeout session at a bar. Um, I guess it was a little bit more than that. Um, she, uh, the 
the person who helped write uh, every every time with Britney Spears in 2003, I guess, appeared on TMZ Live Friday, this past Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess claims that Britney had a 14-page breakup letter to Robson, which she had hidden her makeup bag. So oh, I, I guess it was a, I guess it was a little bit more than just a a, a kiss at a bar. Um, yeah. And I guess Justin ended up finding the breakup letter. Uh, oh. Yeah. So look, well, you will obviously read more about it in the memoir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let us and know. That's why we have Crimea River. Yes, exactly. Um, so look, there, there's going to be more revelations in this book than obviously that has come out so far. But yeah, it, it, it's it, 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 like you said, it's going to be a piece of art. It's going to be from Brittany's mouth. What happened in her words from the last 20 years. And I mean, yeah, there's going to be more revelations. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more on the conservatorship that we probably don't even know about. Um, more from her relationship with Justin, with um, uh, uh, Jason Alexander, I'm sure. Also, um, why is his name uh, escaping me? Her, her, uh, why can't I think of the, the father of her kids? Oh, Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. Jeez, why couldn't? Because well, he's not really. Yeah, well, that's probably a reason why I can't. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, obviously more about to that. banish yeah. him from our memories. Yes. So look, there's going to be a lot more. And, and next week, once Shiloh has a chance to read it, we'll we'll definitely talk more about it next week. Okay, so let's wrap up with our WAS story. So obviously the SAG after strike is still going on. Um, the writers are no longer on strike, but the actors and actresses are. And as Halloween is coming up, SAG-AFTRA has decided to set some guidelines for Halloween for its actors and actresses. And they posted this on Wednesday, October 18th on their website, the do's and don'ts for costumes. In an effort to, quote, use our collective power to send a loud and clear message to our struck employers that we will not promote their content without a fair contract. So they have a graphic of these do's and don'ts. So the graphic says to quote, choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures like a ghost, zombie, spider, etc. Sag after actors and actresses are, per, are not permitted to quote, post photos of costumes inspired by struck content to social media. So like Barbie or Spider-Man or you, you, you catch what I'm saying there. Oh yeah. So I was, I, I kind of felt like really, you're really concerned about Halloween. That if if an actor that's part of the organization's like, hey, look, my kid dressed up as Wednesday from the Adams family, you're like, oh God, no. What are you doing? You're 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 promoting, you're giving them all the power. It's a Halloween costume. We have gotten so like crazy about Halloween. Yeah. Um, so a few actors and actresses part of the organization have also voiced their <laughs> their concerns over it. Uh, Melissa Gilbert, who actually uh, led the union from 2001 to 2005, uh, posted on Instagram, quote, this is what you guys come up with. Literally <laughs> no one cares what anyone wears for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, though, because I mean, why? I mean, I get why. I get why. But also. 
look, maybe your actors shouldn't be dressing up as this stuff for Halloween, but let the right. kids have let them have Halloween. Let them let if them they want to be exactly. Wednesday, let them be Wednesday. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's so. Man <laughs> Mandy Moore also commented saying, "Quote: Is this a joke?" <laughs> <laughs> She goes, come on at SAG-AFTRA. This is, this is what's important. We're asking you to negotiate in good faith on our behalf. So many folks across every aspect of this industry have been sacrificing mightily for months. Get back to the table, get a fair deal so everyone can get back to work. Um, Ryan Reynolds also tweeted, quote, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old all night. <laughs> She's not in the union, but she needs to learn. <laughs> I love him. He's so funny. <laughs> um, however, a um, a spokesperson for SAG-AFTRA did write in a statement uh, that was reported by Variety that this was meant to help them avoid promoting struck work, and it is the latest in a series of guidelines we have issued. It does not apply to anyone's kids. Okay, well then good. Yeah. Um, so that's good at least. But I, I but I think they probably should have put that in the graphic. I mean, look, I guess they just, you can dress up as whatever you want. I guess just don't post yourself as, you know, a quote, struck work inspired costume. So I guess that's what they just don't want you to do. I mean, I guess you can dress up as whoever you want. Just don't share it on social media. <laughs> well, okay. and what's really frustrating is like most of those celebrities, that's how they, they create that viral moment of their Halloween yes. costumes. Yes. Like I, I still years later remember when Heidi Klum was Jessica Rabbit and it was like absolutely yeah. stunning, jaw-dropping. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, Heidi Klum. I mean, that's like one of the big staples. her favorite holiday. Yeah, I mean, she goes all out. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that Heidi Klum this year is like, ooh, Heidi, as long as you're just a ghost or a zombie or a spider, you can't you can't go as Jessica yeah, but, Rabbit or Avatar or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, and it has to be like you have to be like a generic zombie. You can't be a walker or a clicker from the shows. You have to be <laughs> yep. just generic, just or, a zombie. Or it can be completely misconstrued. Like, she's supporting the Walking Dead, or she's supporting, like, it, it Look, without a doubt, someone is going to goof oh, and be I, you know canceled what? or whatever. Oh, I, but you know what? No one's really going to care except for SAG AFTRA. Yeah, I don't care. You, you, someone goofs, you know, if Ryan Reynolds shows up in a Deadpool costume and, and someone takes a photo of him and gets shared, I mean, yeah, some. Some sag after people, people will probably poo poo it, but everyone else is like, oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. I, look, I think people have forgotten that it's still going on at this point. Yeah. You know, so yeah, look, I, I get they're what they're trying to do, but honestly, go back, get the, get the contract, get everyone back to work. Let's not worry about what people are or are not wearing for Halloween. I, I I thought that was probably a little ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week, you can always listen to past episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Make sure you subscribe too as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiloh, I'm Joe from B1029. We will talk to you again next week.